0: And welcome to 9 to 42, the podcast from the team at The Guitar Show UK. Join us for interviews, updates and chat with artists, influencers and those that manufacture the gear that we love.
1: Hello Jace. Hi and How are you? I'm alright, thank you. In this, weird you sure? time. Yeah, but, yeah. In this weird and wonderful time. In this weird and wonderful time
0: um welcome to uh, episode 2 um though probably kind of episode 1 proper really um of uh 9 to 42, the guitar show podcast um we're still recording remotely so i'm still looking at you on a screen waving
1: i don't know why i waved. I why I waved. <laughs>
0: um as we're, we're obviously still in lockdown um but um, but we we've actually got other pre-recorded content to bring you today, haven't we? We've got uh, we've got a, an interview with uh, with Phil X
1: today. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, you know I, we talked about this was supposed to be done face to face, but uh, yes, it was. Time ran away with this sort of post the guitar show, and then we were forced into lockdown. So um, it just seemed it seemed ridiculous to hold on to these things for what yeah. one, two, three months. You know, that's just. Use the technology we've got and get them out as soon as we can.
0: Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, we haven't started to assemble this yet, so we don't know if the tech's going to work, but then if you're hearing it, the tech must, must have worked, so I suppose that was a redundant sentence. Um, <laughs> but Phil was somebody, to be honest, I didn't know a lot about um, before I actually met him. So how did, how did the whole Phil X thing come about? How did you get him to the show?
1: Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I doorstepped him, really. Right. Um, so, I thought you were uh, going to uh, say Rehypnol, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, as part of my job, I kind of, from October onwards, keep an eye on who's uh, touring, because it's always a lot easier to get American artists if they're going to be in the UK, yeah. rather than flying them over. Um, and... I I noticed that Phil and the, the drills uh tour dates have been announced around about Christmas time. And I, I kind of I'd watched quite a few of Phil's fretted Americana uh YouTube videos and really like them. Uh I'm not a huge fan of Bon Jovi, so I wasn't it wasn't through that. But um so I you know, first thing I do is Frills endorsed by Framus. So I get in touch with uh high tech distribution that our Framus' UK distributor. Message goes back to framers. Can we get Phil along? Because it's always easier if you go through a manufacturer. Um, there's delay upon delay. Then I finally get a message uh, the week before NAM that said, "You know, Phil's not Phil's not going to do it." No. All oh, right. Okay. Okay. And then of course you you get to NAM and um, Phil's announced as a Gibson indoor C. <laughs> uh, hence the reason why <laughs> framers don't really want to talk to me about Phil uh, and. Um, So I I was at NAMM and uh, one of my mates was there, Dave, who works for PMT. And Dave was the guy that um, bought me Ryan Roxy last year to the guitar show, Alice Cooper's guitarist. Um, So we went up and watched Phil on the Gibson uh, stand to do a a talk. And then basically we doorstepped him um, as he came off stage. And it was really helpful that... um, I didn't know this beforehand that uh, Ryan Roxy and Phil X are good friends. Right. So, um, you know, whilst Phil gives you all of the, oh, yeah, I'll be quite interested in that, blah, blah, blah. Actually, um, getting an email from his mate that says, no, no, I've done the show. It's a real thing because, you know, talking to the Phil this year at the show, he was saying that, you know, he gets asked to do guitar shows all over the world. Yeah. And some of them are just village hall type fairs and, and stuff so you know we got a little bit of uh legitimacy from ryan roxy really um but the way, it's the way this business works that you know every time i book someone to do the show my sort of like little network expands a little yeah. bit further um and, and phil was great uh, you know he was he was very polite and pleasant to me and then um and then it was a, it was a series of emails when I got back to the UK. Uh, uh and then sort of like a week week 10 days later got the full agreement to go ahead and be able to announce it. Uh so that was really cool. Uh so then I have to go on a, a mad hunt then for a chauffeur company that I I kind of, af- you know, I can afford and uh, I can trust. Yeah. Um because I had to pick him up from Gatwick. Uh, the rest of the band flew in uh, 24 hours later. Um so we flew in on the Saturday, uh, picked him up on the Saturday afternoon, you know, Thankfully, the chauffeur company were texting me the whole time. We're at Gatwick waiting for him. You know, he's just texted me to say he's uh, waiting for his luggage. And we're now in the car. We're now going to the hotel. Um, uh, So we got to the hotel um, sort of like Saturday evening and then came out for a curry with us because that's what I like to do with everybody that comes to my chest. That's what you do. That's what I do. I I take slightly bemused Americans for a bowl (laughs) tea. (laughs)
0: because I met him the next day I met him on the I met him on the Sunday you've been out with him on the Saturday night. Yeah. Um and um and 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 you know just and 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 he he's every inch the um LA Rockstar.
1: Oh, absolutely. Even though you know, he's he, from Toronto. Yes. Yeah. But but in terms of that whole
0: LA Rockstar thing then then LA Rockstar walks through the walks through the door. Um but um, but what a really really lovely sweet guy when he when he when he dialed it down, a, you know when when we when he dialed it down from eleven, <laughs> yeah
1: just to <a> ten, <coughs> um, yeah, yeah I, it's it's just it's something that I've noticed that um, I would say I I know he's not American, um, but uh, Canadian American rock stars that have done the show for me in the past they're uh, they seem to be a lot more comfortable. Than the British artists get, who uh, it's probably a you know a national psyche sort of thing, but um, they they're always very good at working the room. So everybody's in my office, you know. So there's me and there's you know the team of people that I have on site to help, uh, and they're they're very good at making sure that they talk to everyone and say hello to everyone, uh, and you know assimilate quite quickly. Whereas the, the the British stars, which are equally as nice. Just a lot more reserved and quiet. Yeah. Um, and he was he was brilliant. Uh, he, he reminded me quite a lot of when Scott Gorham did the show about four or five years ago. And uh, you know, Scott was like, "Does anybody want a cup of tea?" And you're just like, "No, mate. You don't make the tea. We make the tea. You sit there and drink it." <laughs> and Phil was very much like that. You know. I mean, he, you know, his his rider requests were like really demanding. I'd really like some black coffee and some water and that was it <laughs> in fact it, actually his rider request that came through was a lot more well, it wasn't an overly complex one but it was a lot more than that and uh, when I was talking to him when he arrived and I was saying okay um, uh, you want a Pret sandwich um, uh, what Pret sandwich do you want and he was like what's Pret I'm like yeah. Pret it's, it's like a sandwich oh, I've never heard of it mate I don't yeah. care just get, just get me anything yeah. so- which is it? You know, tends to happen a lot with artists that the management have sent through a a, a rider that's uh, in, in far in excess of what the actual artist wants or requires. Well, no,
0: he was. It was. Uh, I mean, he got wheeled into the cloakroom as everybody got wheeled into the cloakroom, <laughs> and um and and yeah. But just you know, as you'll hear through the interview, just really lovely, you know, and <clears throat> really sweet guy and. Really interesting when he when he started to, you know, talk a little bit about, about what life uh was like on the road, particularly when you'd, you know, got a family and all those kind of um normal things to juggle with. But we'll we'll stop it there and, and I'll I'll loop the interview um in. So um the next thing you're gonna hear is me me chatting away to to Phil X and then uh, and then and then back to me and Jason in twenty minutes or so. All
1: right.
0: See you in a bit. Cool. Right, so I'm sat here with Phil X. We're still backstage at the guitar show, as you'll hear from bits of noise in the background.
2: It's kind of a cloakroom, room. Right? It,
0: it's very much a cloakroom, yeah. <laughs> it's been on a couple of the podcasts so far. This really is a cloakroom, and, and it isn't the best cloakroom I've ever been it's, in either. It's cold in here. It's, it, it is cold. It literally in. Yeah, is cold in is, here. Yeah, 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 it is cold in here. So we're sat, we're sat with Phil X, Phil's uh, closing the show on the Sunday afternoon, um, and he very kindly agreed to to have a chat with us. Um Phil, you're just about to go on tour, I believe. What, what's going on? Yeah, there?
2: so I'm here. Actually, we start in Nottingham on uh, Tuesday, March oh, third, and then uh, we, you know, hit Bristol. Yeah. Um, I'm doing something with the Entertains on the on the on oh, with really. fifth, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the sixth one in London. Yep, and it continues on to Birmingham. We come back here, okay, and then uh, go to Amsterdam and do like eight shows in Europe. Oh, right, wow, cool. And hopefully, we won't get hit with uh, the the. <sighs> The, the virus it's going well,
0: Yeah, either the virus or the weather. You're going to hit by, get hit by one of them. Yeah, I mean, the here. weather
2: I can handle. I'm from Canada. I right, know. fine. So I grew up in Toronto. I know I know what cold weather is all about. Well, you
0: should, yeah, you should be okay with the cold Yeah, yeah. but,
2: it, man, when, when you know, there are, are venues cancelling shows yeah, yeah. because of this. So I hope we don't get in that And, uh, and that's the category. thing, isn't
0: it? I mean, we could get to that point. I mean, because yeah. it, it might be that we cancel anything where people get together... In a room, so yeah. um, you know that's that's definitely a concern, isn't it? Hopefully, I think we'll be all right. Uh, right. It doesn't seem I don't, we don't certainly in the UK we don't seem to be anywhere near that yet. So hopefully
2: yeah, well, be, that's good.
0: That that'll, that'll be okay. So you were you were telling me a little bit off air. Um, you've got a signature guitar. Uh,
2: well, um, I, I just joined the, the Gibson family, and right, okay. uh, I uh, we announced it at the NAMM show in, in California yeah. in January, and um, I didn't jump straight into. Uh, doing a signature, right? Okay. Because I'm, 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 j- I'm getting acquainted with the, the brand, right? Okay. So they're like, man, well, if you could just play the brand, yeah, that yeah. would be great. I'm like, oh, you mean El- Les Pauls, SGs, Flying yeah, Vs, Explorers, that. and ES three three fives? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the, those are the guitars that when I was growing up and a young guitar player and those are the guitars that the people that I want went to go yeah. see concerts, those are yeah. the guitars that most of those people were playing. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know? I know exactly what you
0: mean because I remember, um, I mean, I, I, you know, most of my formative sort of uh, guitar playing years were through the sort of late 80s early 90s and when
2: I saw Slash with that Les Paul just slung around his neck and he was just well like... you know I'm not a huge Slash fan but I, I have to admit he I think he single handedly brought the Les Paul yeah. back yeah because everybody was using Charvel yeah Kramer yeah it was all pointy Ibanez everybody was playing like Floyd Rose bros doubt, yeah yeah Uh you know 80s rock machines, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So when "Welcome to the Jungle" and "Sweet Child of Mine" came out, and he was yeah. playing a Les Paul, I think people went like, because <gasps> before that, you could buy a new Les Paul for eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then after that, forget it. Yeah. So, I mean, he he did uh, do something really special to the the guitar.
0: Yeah, because I mean, Angus was still was still rocking out on the SG, and that that, that had a thing of its well, own. And that's
2: the thing I was very into. ACDC, which was the SG, and Black Sabbath, which Mm -hmm. was the SG. And then, you know, I I grew up listening to The Scorpions, so there's that flying V. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's Gibson's all over the place for me. It was always going on.
0: So was that, going back to Musical Heroes then, was that... Was that the heroes? Was it ACDC? Well,
2: was it? It was. It was definitely uh, Van. A, it Was ACDC? But then there was Van Halen. When right. I when I found Van Halen, it, that changed my life. Yeah. And I was I'm an old guy, so I, I saw Van Halen four times before the Roth left. Right. In, right. In Toronto, Canada, right. Maple Leaf Garden. So, it changed my life. Like to yeah. be 14 and seeing, the band in their prime. Yeah. It was mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. It really was. Like the, everybody in the band, every piece of the puzzle was yeah. perfect, and it was yeah. magical. So that was pretty amazing. And then, and then Randy Rhodes came along, and yeah. I was always into Sabbath. So Tony Iommi was, you know, one of those guys that just really, uh, songwriting wise too. Like some yeah. of the riffs he came up with is incredible. But um, you know, it's it's funny what what you remember, and it's funny now when I see pictures with eight like Eddie. You know, say Van Halen opening up for Journey on stage somewhere, and he was still he would still play like a Les Paul with like the neck pickup taken up. I love those pictures. I think those pictures are classic. I want to string a whole montage on my wall Mm. of that stuff. I love before he because he could blow your mind without a whammy bar back then. You know, he just had it all there. Yeah, Yeah. and and the and I think you've got the, the band at that
0: point in time and, and like saying, there's there's the musicianship and there's the technical side of it but then there's the sheer energy that was... That the was, energy. There was, there was, I think that people somehow forget the energy that was attached to the band at that point. Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's a huge thing particularly when you see those guys live.
2: Well, he was so inventive yeah. and he also was, uh, like you said, energetic. Like, I mean, he didn't just stand there and play no. amazing guitar. He played no. amazing guitar jumping around all over yeah, the yeah. place. Yeah, it was a show. And running. Like, he would yeah. sprint across the stage yeah. and I'm like, what if he tripped? <laughs> that guitar would smash into a speaker somewhere. And he probably did. And he, yeah, for sure.
0: But just not the night you were there. Exactly. Wow. So, so you know, there's a. That's putting your formative years in what that sort of late seventies, early eighties, in terms of where you, yeah. some of those influences so come 70, from. So uh,
2: seventy. Let's see, let's go into when I was. Um, I would say in eighty two, I was sixteen. Yeah, and. Um, and just I was beginning my adventure yeah, yeah. as a guitar player and and knowing that there was already an Eddie Van Halen and yeah, already yeah. an Angus Young and yeah, already yeah. a Randy Rhoads and I needed to become Phil X Phil yeah. X and Edie's at the time Yeah. yeah. so I, uh, I definitely knew that it was great to have influences and take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and throw it into one big buffet of flicks yes. and then do your own thing um, but ultimately, all those greats
0: have a sound, don't they? They just, you know, it doesn't matter who you talk about. You talk about Brian May, and you know it's Brian May. You know it's Angus. You know it's Eddie. You, you just, those things yes. you hear, and you've got to find that for yourself.
2: Yeah, but it's, you know, it's funny, though, because I, I, I'm also a huge, when I was 16, I was also a disciple of Uli John Ross from the Scorpions. And uh, uh, the, the cool thing about that is when you dig deep, you're like, holy shit, man. Eddie Van Halen totally got the end of the ice cream so- ice cream man solo from Sales of Sharon, yeah, yeah, like almost verbatim for yeah, yeah. the first part of it, and you you find out who's getting what from what. Hey, Ingvae Malsen, I got that from Uli, yeah. and this guy got that from Uli, yeah. And you, you just, I think you know what's really cool about it, and I talk, I've been talking about it a lot lately because a lot of songwriters say. Good songwriters borrow. Great songwriters steal. Yeah, and when you're a guitar player, it's more about disguising it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just put a little paint on it, you know, so nobody knows what it is.
0: But then you go back. I mean, Keith Richards will say that Keith, yeah. you know, they're very open about the bits that they stole. Oh and what yeah, they did you and know, then, Chuck Berry, the, you know, and, and the and,
2: Beatles stole from Chuck Berry. All yeah. these people, Little Richard. Yeah, if not guitar-wise, song-wise and uh you know, I mean, back then there was there wasn't a lot of progressions. No. You know, there was 12-bar blues yeah, yeah. and then they'd play around with that. But then the Beatles came up with uh, with help. Yeah. And you're like, "What's going <laughs> <I know>. on?" <laughs> and, uh, you know where I mean? the hell
0: did that come from? Yeah. No, and it's amazing to listen to back to that stuff. I remember Keith having a conversation saying, you know, cuz like we we know the early Stone stuff and and where those influences were, but then you get the whole Raikuda thing and you know he introduced him to the tunings and then suddenly without the tunings do you get you know do you get brown sugar or do you get right. all those kind of things and yeah. it's amazing how those
2: well listen to that there's a little little there's a little brown sugar in unchained yeah. by van Halen, you know that kind of thing there's a little uh there's a little stones in a lot of stuff yeah or even like i remember uh somebody saying that um panama was Dave walking in? Can we get something that sounds a little ACDC? <laughs> so I came up with Panama. Oh,
0: So, and I'm just going to stop now and go back and loop back because we forgot where we come from. So we're talking about a guitar. You were um, you were playing Gibsons. You were being asked to play Gibsons. That's right. why I don't know how we got onto the other thing. I know, but right?
2: yeah. Well, it's it's uh, I I feel like uh, being able to play all these guitars really. Like I've always liked the 58 neck. Um, no matter what company I've been with, I'm like, can we get a 58 yeah, Les Paul kind yeah, of neck? Yeah. I, like a, I like a really nice meaty neck. Yeah, yeah. I, I not only like how it feels in my hand, I love how the sound that it gives the, yeah. the guitar. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm pretty positive that a fat neck adds the, to the, the tone, tone yeah, yeah. of yeah. the guitar. Yeah. So, um, and I've been using... Uh, and on this tour, I'll be using two 64 uh, SG custom shops okay. and they have a pretty big neck. It could okay. go a little bigger for me. So we'll yeah, be yeah. talking about that, but it gives me an idea of what I want to do with my signature. Right. So, and not only that, I feel like I have a six, an actual f- uh, 67 at home Yeah. and it's a little meatier right. in, in the heel. Right. And I dig that. Right. And I not only like how that feels in my hand, but I also like the tone that the right. Meteor Hill has. Right. So that'll be put into the the recipe of the Philex. So this signature.
0: this is I say this is a this is a journey for the Philex guitar, then, isn't yes. it? You're now you're now on a, um and and you know is there a time time against that? Is it just going to happen when it happens? Or yeah, you, at, there's no yeah, rush. It, like I
2: mean, I'm busy now. I'm doing the Joe's tour all of March in the yeah. UK and Europe, and then. Um, and then when I get back, I get two weeks with my family before yeah. I go rehearse with Bon Jovi in Nashville. Wow. And then uh, in June and July, I'm touring all over the U.S. with right. with, uh, with Bon Jovi, and then off in August, and then September, something else is starting up. So, wow. you know, um, I'm taking notes yeah. <laughs> and shooting to the head luthier and saying this is what I like and this is yeah. what I really want and stuff like this. So eventually we'll have the magic... Like the, guitar. The, yeah. And what I'm really, really, really super excited about with Gibson is that there will also be an Epiphone. Oh, cool. So oh, that's, I, that's, I know yeah. my, uh, when I was doing Fred and Americana videos, uh, my demographic, my, I mean, my demographic went from 9 to 60. Yeah. But the big part of the demographic was like starting budding guitar players, yeah. you know, between the ages of 11 and 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, in the you know, I want to get something that they can afford yeah, in their yeah. hands that has yeah. my mojo yeah, yeah. in it, you know? Something that I really put my heart into. Yeah, which I think he's
0: great. And I think that's, you know, certainly when I was growing up and Signatures were just coming out and, and you looked and, it, but everything was everything was just way out of price range. You yeah, couldn't have sure. what you wanted. And when they yeah. started doing odd things and, you know, Epiphone, probably one of the first people to do it. I think Squire did a Hank Marvin, but, Epiphone were about the first people to do it and, it, and it, suddenly it was like this is cool because I can be that you know I can get my hands on that guitar yeah. that I want to you know PRS it as well with the Tremonti as well when they brought yeah. the, the sort of Tremonti out that was that was affordable so that's a really that's a really really nice touch you you mentioned something there that I want to pick up on because we were talking a little bit earlier about um, you've, you've got a, a, a young son haven't you uh, and how is life how is life on the road? How's that working with the family thing? It's, that must be hard. It's super tough.
2: I mean, I I look at FaceTime as yeah. a as a blessing. Yeah. I don't know how they did it before <coughs> no. uh facial communication. But the funny the, the, it's and it's not a funny thing. I say it, it's the funny thing all the time. It's well, the hard part is that sometimes it's even harder when you FaceTime. Yeah, it makes you miss them more. Yeah, yeah, like my son is six and my daughter is four. So yeah. when I get them on, they say a new word. Yeah. Or they they say something that they just did for the first time and I missed it. Yeah. And then when we hang up, it just totally bums me out. Yeah. But I mean, it's a good time to be creative. It's a good time to write, mm. or it's a good time to to reflect. Mm. Uh, because sometimes you get you forget to do that stuff on the road yeah. because you're constantly going. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, it's a it's a hotel lobby and it's a it's an airport and it's a. Well, and, and
2: it's, with the drills, the drills is funny, and I've been saying this for the last few weeks. but, you know, this month with the drills is like a sprinter van and and, yeah, yeah. and dives, yeah, and yeah. small clubs, yeah, and and then in June and July, it's I'm back uh, to jets and Jackson, arenas, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I played Wembley Stadium last year, and I took the tube <laughs> okay. from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was with a buddy, and he's like, Well, we could take a car, but we could take the tube. we yeah. way shorter time. So I'm on the tube. And that's tube. the way to travel if you're in London. It's, it's, it's the way to travel. And nobody, I think people look at me on the tube and go, That can't be him. Because yeah. <laughs> he's on the tube. Who's on the tube. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But well, then when I got out of the tube, this girl actually walked up to me and she said, Are you Phil X, or do you just look like him? <laughs> and I'm like, I get that a lot and walk on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because if I t- stop and take a picture yeah, of that's hair, it, then the line starts. It's a
0: meet and greet in
2: the middle of a the parking lot.
0: Yeah. So how is that then? Because I'd not thought about that. That kind of, you know, you've two, three weeks in a van, you know, living living the band life of somebody who's in their late teens. Yeah. Versus then living the, you know, the more what you would class as the rock and roll lifestyle. Well, I
2: mean, um, it's 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 to me, it's more about what's happening on stage. Right. When I'm on stage with Bon Jovi, I'm a support. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm John is delivering the stories yeah. and it's he's the narrative yeah. of the whole show. Yeah. And I'm I'm supporting that. I had I, the color yeah. I feel. Energy wise, playing wise, parts wise. Uh you know, and in most cases I'm playing Richie Sambora parts. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I don't I don't deviate too much because I think I I out of respect of the band yeah. and him and the yeah. songs, I mean and some of the songs are songs of my youth too, yeah, like Yeah, burn. we all grew up listening to. You give love a bad name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the yeah. first time I heard that. I'm like, "Who is this?" Yeah, and this is gonna blow up. Yeah, you know, you knew it. Yeah. Um, and then when I play with the drills, I'm the head guy. Yeah. I'm out front, and it's so different because it's a three piece. Yeah. Um, and I musically create the music so that if if I'm leaving a space with my voice. I fill it with guitar, and if my guitar yep. doesn't fill it, there's a melodic bass yeah, thing going on. Yeah, yeah. So we're har- har- harmonically delivering the goods in yeah. that respect. But it's me singing, and it's me, my lyrics, and my songs, and uh, I'm very passionate. Mm. It's it's easier to be more passionate about playing your music. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and I love intimate crowds. I I think you know when you when you're in the audience and people are singing your lyric. Mm.
0: Well, you said you were playing in Nottingham. Yeah, that was that the first gig of the tour. Yeah, on Tuesday. Where, whereabouts in Nottingham are you playing?
2: Uh, we're playing the. Uh, I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> but I hear it's a small place, so it'll be it'll be the first show
0: and it'll be intimate. Because we've got some great little venues. We've got some great. And I don't mean little in that. I mean great, just intimate. You know, I mean, I, I like a, a good sweatbox
2: rescue rooms. Yeah. So yeah,
0: the, yeah. so I mean, you, you great little you know sweaty rock and roll venue.
2: That's what I'm. And, I'm and that's, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the, uh, you know, it's just a place to be. And you know, with with this band, I put I, I usually just take two guitars, but yeah. I'm pushing it with three this right. year because I really want to. Uh, uh, I really want to add a different flavor for some of the material that we do. So I brought a three three five, yeah. to go along with the two SGs, and um, and it it's funny, it's a different feel, and mm. it's a different. It gets puts me in a different space. Mm. But on the road with Bon Jovi, I actually have twenty guitars out there. Yeah. You got two vaults, yeah. and you got the 12 string for one, a Dead or Alive, yeah. and a six string for the other acoustic song. That we I don't even know which one that's going to be this time, and and then um, you need tele sounding guitars for some of the records, and a and Strat sound. Yeah. You need a Strat for I'll be there for you, yeah. Um, and then you know now I've got Les Pauls and SGs and three five fives for some of the other material. So it's it's really cool to be able to uh, to paint with that palette yeah. you know
0: and do don't do, want to dwell on the Bongevity stuff too much but um, you said earlier on that you you know you stick mainly to the parts out of respect for you know for what Richie had done and for and for, and for what have you is that something that um, you 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 were asked to do, or is that just something that you do? I mean, would 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 there have been a more freedom had you had you wanted it, or do you just think no? Actually, these are these are great parts. It, the, those songs, I'll I'll, I'll just
2: that was my decision, yeah. but it was the right decision because yeah. I mean, I came out it, the first time I filled in. It was just th- only thirteen shows, and that was back in two thousand eleven. Yeah. And I learned a two and a half hour show. And once I got on the road, it didn't stop. I had to keep learning songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it 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 was like a uh, I'm not, You know, I'm not... I don't have his hands. No. And I don't play with his... He's got a different soul than I yeah. have, right? We're different people. So somewhere in the middle between... Richie Zambora and Phil he's, he's where you is, is this dude that shows up every night and delivers, who yeah. is yet to be named. He really needs a name. <laughs> I'm working on that.
0: We we could do that. We could put it out on the podcast. And Maybe see if we, we, we should get do that. Suggestions man. back. That dude needs a name. That dude needs a name. We need a name back. Throw right? one in the pool yeah. and we'll see. We'll, pick <laughs> we'll see one. what comes and back. With. You'll, you'll win a pedal. Yeah.
2: Right well, there. We have, there we have it. You heard it here first. But you know what's really interesting is uh, having been in that situation where I'm just gonna like I w- I listened and watched many DVDs of, of the current 2010 show at the yeah, time yeah. so they sent me a Tokyo show and so and said check this out yeah. so I went in going okay if, if he's playing the solo from the record yeah. I'll play the solo from the record and if, he's, not if playing, he's going off on the limb sometimes I'll do that too yeah, yeah. but there were times like Born to Be My Baby on the record is an amazing solo. Yeah. And he totally changed it in the last 30 years. Yeah. So I'm going to do the record on the solo because yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. there were things like that. you know, Being a fan of a band that you play with Later on in life, yeah. is is kind of a, an interesting position to be in. Well, yeah, because you but you got to take songs. advantage of it, right? Yeah, you go oh, yeah. absolutely,
0: yeah. Because I mean, you said you know you said at the beginning about you give love a bad name, and we all remember that song from. I mean, a am few years different for you in age, but not many, yeah. and you know, we remember that song when that that song hit, and that that it did. It hit with a hammer when it came out, yeah. Uh, to the point where that's one of the songs that you know my 12 year old sings in the car, yeah. You know, and, and he's listening to. You know, his kind of, 90% of the time, it's his kind of it. Era music and it's yeah. kind of R and B esque, dancey esque, whatever it is. But then he'll go mad for for that particular tune, and, you, yeah. and it's and it's the power of those moments. We started out aiming to talk for five or ten minutes, and we've talked for nearly twenty so far. So it's been uh, wow. we've, 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 here. The pedal show on yet? Because I uh, want to uh, see that. Uh, oh, no, we, we need we start we, in five minutes. Yeah, we need to go. We need cash out. Phil, it's been great to talk to you. Hey, thank you. Uh, and yeah. I hope everything goes great across thanks, across I'm Europe. You too. And, and look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, man. Okay, take care. Cheers. It's, Bye. Thanks. so that was phil x that was phil x uh in our cloak room in uh in in birmingham back on the first of march uh what a lovely guy
1: yeah I, 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 a brilliant performer i mean definitely one of the highlights so i've got the uh, sort of show reels now through from the guy that was doing videos for me james and um you know, I think all of the videos end with Phil throwing his guitar around his shoulder, you know, and, and catching it again. It was it was fantastic. And, you know, I was really lucky. He invited me to go and see the drills when they played in Birmingham sort of a week later, something like that, 10 days later. Mm. And I was genuinely blown away. He was mm. brilliant on stage to the point mm. that I actually, um, having not heard anything, I now own two of his albums.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, it's, it's funny because I knew nothing about the drills before you know before the show and and just kind of knew him kind of slightly through the bon Jovi thing which obviously is because that's going to be the eye the eye catch to a certain extent um and and yeah and i've 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 looked at some of the stuff and at and it's it is it's really and it's not what i expected no uh,
1: no it's not what i expected either um it, I, it sounds terrible, doesn't it? It was far better than I expected. <laughs> uh, he might not be listening. He might be no, fine. He, he probably won't be listening. <laughs> I, I, you know, I genuinely like him and I genuinely like his music as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, really, really, really really great guy. Um, <clears throat> sorry, coughing, shouldn't do that on mic. Um It's nothing sinister, by the way. It's not a new cough. It's not a new persistent <laughs> cough. It's, it's, it's just a, a throat clear. Um, we've, we've got um, we've got a mic haven't we we've got a mic to give away uh, he, he, he borrowed a mic for the borrowed a microphone I happen to have a, a microphone in my box of I have a spare mic that I take out with me when I'm doing interview records and it's never been used it's a, uh, a limited edition uh, Shure SM58 and, uh, and he needed a mic um, and we were trying to arrange to try and get one from a local store and it was like well just take this one um, which he then let us have back and he's he's
1: signed. So we've got we've got his mic from the tour to give away. We have, we've got yeah, we've got his mic. He's also got my pedal board and power supply. Um right. i say we've got them back. Uh actually they're in the lockup at Marshall with the rest of his back line. Right, uh, right. <laughs> that But uh we will get at some point soon, but I know that Marshall are shut for all of um April. Right. Um so uh, as we will give it away and you can win it. You just gonna have to wait for it okay well what should we
0: um should we get something out on facebook in terms of the competition this week anyway yeah okay so we'll do some kind of facebooky competition thing not quite sure exactly what that'll look like um i know what we'll do i know what we'll do as one of the answer for question three why don't we make it something that means you've got to listen to this podcast yeah So, I'm looking behind you, and you've got a um, flag on the end of your bookcase. I have. Um, which I will let you say what it says.
1: It says, um, Be Jaguars. Be Jaguars. Which is when I went down to Wembley to uh, watch an American football game. American football. uh, Which I knew nothing about, but was amazing. Brilliant experience.
0: Interesting fact. Sure work with... Um, sure, worked with the company that put that. And they worked with the American Football uh, League. They work with the it's NFL, isn't it? They yeah. worked with the NFL to do all the um, provide all the mics for that for the um, on-field officials. So that's oh. all sure. Yeah. So uh, one of Shaw's systems, one of the, his very first outings in beta was actually at that event. So there we are. I'm not going to say which one because I don't know if I will get into trouble. But uh, yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to go with so B Jaguars, B Jaguars, B E. Jaguars will be the answer to question three, um, which we'll almost call the secret question. So, unless you've listened to the podcast, you ain't winning Phil's microphone.
1: Yeah, that was that
0: was a nice way of forcing some listenership. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible old trick there, but we might as well use it. Well,
1: um, yeah. so we'll we'll run that for what? Run it for a, a few weeks? Uh, yeah, let's, let's run it. Uh, yeah, uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, give so give we, people a chance to discover this.
0: Did this this work of art. Plus, obviously, yeah. it gives us a chance to get the bike back. So, uh, and we maybe, we've perhaps got some stuff, some runners-up prizes as well, have we perhaps got a few, uh, a few yeah, t-shirts got, left? Yeah,
1: I've, I've got some uh, Guitar share t-shirts left, um, right. which are in my office. It's also under lockdown at the moment. Right. Okay, so um we'll do that
0: and we'll give that away uh if i need to get the box to you because i've still got the box for it as well so it is your, your your prize is currently in multiple locations um uh three as it stands at the moment but we will collate it all together and we will get that out so uh so uh, look forward to
1: that um what we got in the next episode
0: we've got another another interview haven't
1: we? uh, we've got mike exeter in the right. next episode um right. mike is someone that i've I only met at the guitar show last year, um, so what's that, 2019? Uh, yeah. And he came um, to do a talk on the Focusrite stand, um, and he he works with Black Sabbath, which is probably the biggest name that he works with, but obviously he yeah. works with hundreds of artists. And um, he bought some of the stems from Sabbath and was blasting them out in the quiet times, uh, and showing how he mixed it, which was utterly fascinating and it turns out that uh, when i'm not doing the guitar show i i lecture uh, in event management and uh, mike um had also started lecturing at the same place uh bim birmingham and um so we're, we've we've now worked together for about 12 months and then uh, focus said they were going to bring him back to the show and You know, the more I talk to to Mike, the more utterly fascinated I am by the career Mm. that he's had. Mm. Um, So I, you know, I I think it's a great interview with Mike. So I'm looking forward to that one.
0: Yeah, no, that was a really that was he was again another person I met over that weekend, and met him the um, the day before we did the interview and sat with him for literally half an hour. The first thirty minutes I'd met him and knew that this was a person I could have chatted to for hours. He He was fascinating, absolutely fascinating guy. And it really is a really special um, insight into into a particular period of time in, in in and around Birmingham as well, because a lot of it, a lot of the work he's done stemmed from being in that place with 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 those acts. It's, it's a really it's a really really uh, worthwhile listen that one. So we'll we'll do that one episode two, um, and and then we've got a couple of others um, to, to bring you before we start. Before we start, uh, then going out into into the wider world. So, as we said uh, in the previous um, episode, get in touch via Facebook, or um, and I'll let you give the shout out, Jace, to the Facebook
1: yeah. page, the Guitar Show UK,
0: um, and it's the same handle for Instagram or Twitter as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but get in touch and let us know. Uh, give us some feedback, um, and um, and obviously anything else that you think. You might like to hear moving forward that that'd be great, and we can certainly take those things on board and see if we can make them happen. Um, Jason and I have been in the industry for a long time. I mean, twenty five years collective, kind of MI industry, um, um, sort of history. Uh, sorry, fifty years collective, twenty five each. So yeah, the last twenty five years. So there's a, there's a good chance we can we can probably find a way to get questions answered or speak to people you want to speak to, particularly on the gear side of things. Um, and then the only other thing is, um, leave us leave us some feedback if you've enjoyed this this kind of rambling kind of nonsense, <laughs> then, then then please leave us some feedback because it will help other people to It will help other people to find it. So uh, so whatever whatever platform you're listening to, and it, this should be it should be across all of them. So we we, we you know we we we'll we'll be across Apple and Spotify and all the Google and all the biggies. Just leave us some feedback, which would be great. Um, other than that, uh, I've got. I've got nothing else to add other than I'll, we'll see you next time. Uh, I don't know about you.
1: No, no, I'm done. See you next right. time. Okay, take care, everybody. See you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to 9 to 42, the podcast from the team at The Guitar Show UK. If you've enjoyed the show, then please remember to hit the subscribe button and share with other like-minded souls. For more information about 9 to 42, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at the Guitar Show UK. This has been an A Short Stories production.